Have you ever wondered about life's biggest questions? Like, why am I here? What happens when we die? Or what else is out there? Well, we have, and we love to talk about it. And if you're listening, we think you probably do too. I'm Robin. And I'm Karen. And we've spent our lives searching for those answers. And we're seekers just like you. We'll be talking to some of the most fascinating spiritual teachers, healers, and scientists and showing you how you can use some of their spiritual practices for yourself. We'll also be sharing stories of other seekers to motivate you to live your fullest life. And we'll be translating it all so the spiritual stuff won't feel so out there. So if you're curious, get ready to rediscover why we're here together. Hi, squad. Hi. 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 We have Karen. Hi. We have Allison. Hello. Lisa. Hi guys. We have Michelle. Hello. Stevie. Hello. And Jenna. Hi. We received such positive feedback after our first conversation where we talked about the why. Why is this happening right now? And today we're going to talk about what you can do about it for yourself. We're gonna be sharing the challenges that we've been facing and how we're coping, and we're hoping that will help you. This is a wake-up call that most of us need. And at the same time, it's really challenging because most of us are home either alone or with our whole families around us, and it can be difficult to know how to navigate that. So let's talk about it. Let's talk about what we're all going through. Allison, do you wanna start us off? Yes, thank you so much for having me back on. Um, The first and foremost thing that I want to talk about is that I don't think all of us are realizing that we've been given permission to just stop. Okay, so giving, giving that permission allows us to really work on things that we had been putting aside for a really long time. Um, And just to be a little personal to share some things that you know, we've been going through. Um, I, I really had to ask myself the question every day of how I'm showing up. Do I, am I proud of the way that I'm showing up today? You know, we talk about how we feel during quarantine. I'm not sure there's really a right way and a wrong way, um, but we definitely really self-reflect on how we're showing up that day. Do I have more patience today? Do I feel a little squirrely? Um, so for me, that's been a real deep reflection for me, and I keep giving my, myself permission to just stop or to feel through it. Um, I think the hardest thing for me personally is not being able to be with my clients in person one-on-one. So a sense of community has been really hard. Lack of community, I should say, has been really difficult. Thank you for sharing that. Of course. And are there any spiritual exercises that you're doing? So I've been doing a lot of journaling. Um, This quiet time for me has been really creative energy for me. So I just, even having Skype conversations or Skype readings with clients and friends and family, I've had a notepad with me everywhere. I keep coming up with these really funny, I didn't know I was that funny, but apparently (laughs) lots of time on my hands, I've become really funny, Um, funny, snarky, um, intuitive messages I've been getting. So I have like notes everywhere all over my house. So that and the meditation, the quieting and really listening has been so helpful for me. Allison, can you, can you share a quick tip for people who don't journal? Like 
How do you approach that? What are one or two really quick and easy ways that they can approach it for themselves? Yeah. So, you know, for me, when I teach my clients, I tell them, you know, even if you are um, thinking about the color blue or you keep seeing the same uh, number sequences over and over, like, oh, I keep looking at the clock and it's 111, then 1111, um, or any type of number sequences, same animals on TV, same discussions keep coming up, write them down. It doesn't, it doesn't matter if it's one word or a full sentence. It's, it's the building of that energy and the synchronicities and the momentums, right? It's being connected, your, like connecting yourself to your surroundings. And uh, an Epsom salt bath or some type of salt bath or salt in the shower has been extremely good for this energy that's really intense. It's been mellowing me out, I gotta say. So if I'm not in the mood to crowd, if I'm not in the mood to move, which I didn't do today, I just didn't really feel like exercising. Um, I really just have been using like salt scrubs in the shower or salt in the bath. It just seems to kind of shift the energy of everything. That's really good. Stevie, tell us about what's going on with you. How are you coping? I mean, we've moved into airy season and comes more fire. and and anger. And I just totally have felt more of that the past few days. Um, so, I mean, as a collective, we're all feeling each other's energy. Like we're all like in the same space together. And right now I, I personally live in an RV. So when we can't go out and do much, my, my husband and my daughter, who's four are just like in our, you know, we're in each other's faces. And that's like sometimes really hard. Personally, I think doing yoga and moving our body and, um, like turning on a song and just dancing has been game changing for our whole family. It just completely shifts the energy. I would definitely recommend for everyone, especially during airy season when we're stuck inside to just move in any way you can, like just jump around, just do a workout online. Like luckily we have that available to us. I think that our value systems are really like put in our face at this time. We're like forced to think about what we're valuing. And I think journaling about that has been really helpful. Like what do I value? Who am I? You know, for me, it's like, I'm, I'm a very earthy person and I value productivity. So just like knowing that little piece of information, like, okay, I'm going to make dinner and I'm going to do it really mindfully. I'm going to be really present while I'm making dinner and then I'm going to feel productive and then that's it. Like it doesn't have to be my whole to-do list, but just like the fact that I value productivity or whatever it is that you value. And also the, the app Marco Polo. I don't know if anybody else is on that app, but like I downloaded that the other day and that's been so game changing to to not have any expectation for loved ones, but to just go back and forth through video and connect. So my sister and brother and I have been doing that and that's brought me so much joy. I, I started reading this book called, actually I have it right here. It's called The Mind Body Toolkit. Um, it's by Kim Diaramo, Um, and she's a doctor and she basically talks about how whatever we're thinking about, our, all of our cells are listening. So no matter what thought you have, some of them are subconscious obviously, your whole body listens. I've been practicing very a lot lately is just being super aware of what I tell myself, what my beliefs are. And I feel like now we have a time to do that. We have the space. We're kind of forced into it, a lot of us anyway. Um, and so, yeah, like when you look in the mirror, what are you telling yourself? When, you, when you're reading something, just, just like awareness of thought. Um, and then just like looking at that thought, like, okay, that's clearly a belief system that I have. And then just not, not like putting pressure to switch it, but just like the awareness on what, what are you thinking about and what do you value? Um, that's been like really helpful for me. So thank you for that. Lisa, 
what are what what are you going through right now and what are some of the ways that you would suggest that we can cope so since we're getting really personal here um i definitely have had um a lot of things that have been triggers uh that have been related to my past that have been brought up um ever since my mom passed away when i was 7 i've always had a triggered fear of kids getting sick. So I'm trying to keep my mind in check and know that I'm living in 2020 instead of 1984, which is when my mom died. And we do this transference thing that can happen where we can transfer an old memory or an old program that triggers this feeling that especially is coming up now when we're sitting in isolation and in our thoughts. Um, I do want to share a little story, which I think is important for people to hear about the power of calling on your loved ones and your guides who are always there to help you. A few years ago, one of my kids was sick and um, I was married at the time. My ex-husband was out of town and I didn't like being alone. My monkey mind started racing out of control. And I started having a panic attack. And I don't know if any viewers out there do relate to panic attack. And I kept hearing in the back of my mind and in my inner voice saying, practice what you preach. And it took me to a place of, okay, I need to go within and I need to call on my guides and I need to ask them for help because my body was shaking so much in panic that I did think I was going to pass out because the panic overcame so deeply. So I left my daughter's room and I went into my room and I started praying to my mom. Her name was Julie. Obviously, my name's Lisa. And I'm asking her to help me with my anxiety and not just help me. I needed her to show me she was with me so that I didn't feel so alone. I'm looking for the lights to blink on and off. I'm looking for the. We just, you know, we lost you for a sec, Lisa. Can you talk again? Your audio went when you started talking about your mom. <laughs> that was so weird. Julie, <laughs> what are you doing? I know what's mom. <laughs> All right. That was so, wait. Okay. So we need to go back just a little bit. We got most of it. <laughs> and I asked her to please show me that she was with me. And I'm looking for lights to blink on and off. And I'm looking for the door to open and close something to feel her presence. I decided to turn the TV on thinking that would drown out my panic and my anxiety. And all of a sudden there was a commercial that came on and it was a discover card commercial that had two twins talking to each other. And one of them says something really funny, which is she says, awesome sauce. And the other one says, Lisa. And she says, and she says, Julie. In that moment, my mom's name is Julie. I'm Lisa, and I knew in that moment she was with me. And something unbelievable happened in that moment. It wasn't just a knowing that she was with me. I had a physiological reaction to it, which I was able to embody. My breath started slowing down. My nerves got still, and I ended up falling asleep, which was miraculous. Thank you so much for sharing that. So Michelle, do you want to share how, what's going on with you in your life and how you're coping and how others can maybe learn from what you're doing? Yeah. Um, 
you know, I think that I agree with everything that both Allison and, and Lisa said, you know, this is a time that we're being forced to slow down and stop. And I love what Allison said about, you know, giving yourself permission to kind of just fall off of your routine, right? Um, I have two teenage children. And so my life is very structured. It's kind of like to, to sleep until you Feel like getting up if you can, right? And and go to bed when you're tired and eat when you're hungry. One of the things that I've been doing is just, you know, really slowing down is just really trying to be mindful and be as present as I possibly can, especially when I start to feel my thoughts racing because I'm in New York City, which happens to be the epicenter of this right now. And there's a lot of fear. Even if I'm not leaving my house, I can feel it from the window. <laughs> a lot of us are empaths. A lot of us don't realize we're empaths. A lot of viewers, where you can actually feel things that are happening emotionally as if they're happening to you. So when you are an empath, you're able to kind of, it, the energy gets intensified when it's this collective um, kind of fear and um, worry. One of the things that I've been doing is a lot of grounding. We talked about this last time. Grounding is really just being present in your body, putting my feet on the ground. Sometimes I catch myself and I'm sitting and I'll have, I'll, I'll have my foot, you know, I'll be on the ball of my foot. I'll be like, no, put your foot on the ground, put your hands on your legs, um, be mindful and just kind of pull yourself back into the present moment. Meditation practice is how I get through things anyway, and I really want to encourage people to not um, feel intimidated by the term. You know, it can be breathing, exhaling. That's a form of meditation. Piggyback on what Lisa said, I also really want to encourage people to see this as an opportunity to heal, to, to stop and, and to really kind of have these these issues from the past that come up and, and Lisa, her story is, is beautiful. We all have stuff and some of them are from this life and some of them are from past lives. You know, I have to bring that up too. Um, usually both, right? So that we have these unresolved issues, these fears that are not necessarily based on what's happening in the present, but from earlier experiences, either in your childhood or in your past. We're coping as best we can and we're healing collectively, individually, um, but just, you know, this is, a, this is an opportunity to do the healing work that nobody feels like they ever have time for. Um, now we have all the time we need. And Karen, how are you doing? I'm, I'm working full time, so I'm conf on conference calls all day long. I was just on one this morning where they were talking about really not a definite time for anybody coming back to work, about how it's going to impact our business, how it's going to impact our jobs. Um, so there's a lot of fear that's being circulated. And, and as we said, like the empath, that very feely person that I am, um, I think is absorbing everything that's going on outside even my own world. So I'm continually trying to do the meditation and the journaling and the grounding. Um, you know, I love the idea of being attached to angels and guides. Um, but I know that that's a foreign concept to a lot of people. Um, when I was a kid, it was my guardian angel. And I still, I still love that feeling of a guardian angel watching out. Um, but the looking for the signs, I think, is so important and asking for help. So asking for help from other people, asking for help from your, your angel and guides. Um, spending some time in your in your library of books and going back to some of the things you know those the stories or the, even the self help books that helped you before go back to them because um, those are the kind of reaffirming things that I think will keep you grounded keep you in the moment 
um, and keep the, the very real worry um, from taking over your mind. I mean, I have hundreds of books here, but some of the ones, um, Michelle will love this one, the book, Brian Weiss, um, Many Lives, Many Masters. It was written quite, quite a long time ago, but uh, all this stuff still applies. This book too, I think Robin and I both talk about a lot. Um, it's called Your Soul's Plan. It's an excellent book to just start thinking about like, why am I here and what did I come here to do? Um, so that's a really good one too. And then Stevie, I don't know if you've seen this book, but it is my favorite book of all time. It's, um, it's Linda Goodman and it's Star Science. Have you seen that book? Yeah, absolutely. It's a good one. It's really great. I mean, she, she's not around anymore, but she, the, the stories and the poems and the, the science that's in here is really, really incredible. I think there may be some questions that come up about spirit guides because I don't know that everybody has heard that term. Even those who've heard of it, they don't know who their spirit guides are. Basic level, I believe we all have loved ones who have passed. And um, whether they're a grandparent, uh, whether they're a friend, spouse, child, parent, Unfortunately, I think we all know somebody who has passed. And once we pass, we do become guides to help our loved ones. I call them spirit guides, which are also your loved ones who have passed on. And then there's a whole nother layer of spirit energies that are assigned to our soul that help us on our journey. And um, in the meantime, for those of you who don't understand what spirit guides are. I look at that as an opportunity for you to connect to your loved ones who have passed on because they are part of your spirit team to help you. And they help you know that you're not alone. Yeah, I agree. I I mean, I hope that everybody can hear that and really take that message. And even if they don't or don't feel that they've lost anybody really significant, they know that there are they have a spirit team around them. I know one of the ways that I know I'm coping on a daily basis right now is before I get out of bed, I talk to my spirit guides in my head. It's not like I'm saying things out loud, although sometimes I do and some people do as well. But just in my own mind, I'm talking to them. I'm thanking them. I'm asking for their protection and their guidance. And Jenna, what are the challenges that you are running into right now? And how are you coping? I'm definitely up and down. Yesterday was, I was so filled with anxiety. And it was just like bubbling, bubbling, bubbling up all day. And then finally at, I was doing my practices, going outside, trying to release, grounding. But I was also intaking a lot of information. like scrolling, 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 just kind of like in it. And so I found at some point as I was making dinner, cutting the cabbage and just started sobbing, crying, letting it out. And then after I cried, I was just like, ah, I feel so much better now. So it's really like, I would say this is really a time to feel our emotions. Like our emotions are here to be felt, to be accepted to be acknowledged to like we're very used to in our society, especially when we're busy, 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 just like shoving the emotion down to be dealt with later. And right now they're all bubbling up. It's like a collective. Our shadow stuff is all coming up as a collective, like anything that we've pushed away to be like 
I'll deal with that later. So as it's rising to let it come, to let yourself feel, to let yourself feel sad, to let yourself feel anxious, to let yourself like allow it, to let, to let it be and move through it. It's like the actual feeling of it and releasing it is what helps you move through it. The energy stagnating, like suppressing it or stagnating it is what hinders us. The grief is not bad. The fear is not bad. The anxiety isn't bad. It's the suppressing the fear and suppressing the anxiety and trying to like shove it down is what hurts us. So acknowledging that you feel it, letting yourself feel it, listening to sad music and crying, writing out every single thing that you're mad about or sad about, like getting it out of your body. That's really what I've been doing. And then on the other side of the fear is safety, is security. On the other side of sadness is joy and compassion and open. You have to move through what feels bad to get to what feels like okay. And I really think that if we all just kind of reach for like okayness right now, like it doesn't have to be like, I feel great. This is awesome. But just to reach for like, okay, I feel okay right now. And to get limiting the amount of information I take in, like shutting down the iPad, like shutting down the news, not looking at any more information, not taking in any more at anybody else's energy. And really just like saying, I release any energy that doesn't belong to me. I release any opinions and ideas that don't belong to me. I release, I release, I release. It's like, I feel like there's some guilt around finding peace or joy in this, in these moments. Like you can kind of lean into like, I feel okay. And then you're like, oh, I feel guilty for feeling okay. Cause everybody else doesn't. So it's like just allowing, allowing yourself to be and feel how you are and letting it like flow through you. Oh, I love that. I know that that's one of the exercises you've given me in the past is the releasing. I mean, and I can just tell, I mean, that's part of my routine in the morning as well. Again, before I, when I go to bed and when I get out of bed, I talk about, I talk to myself and I, and I do, I, I ask myself to release anything that is not serving my highest good. And I know that that came from you. So that makes so much sense. And I know it's helped me. So hopefully that can help other people at this time. And the other thing too, that you brought up and just talking about this accepting is also something that I know I've been thinking about is the fact that we have come here equipped to handle this, right? So I think we all believe, you know, we came in here with this soul that's here to evolve. And part of that was knowing how to handle this particular time. And I remind myself of that every day so that when I am having those moments of fear, I know for me, I'm dealing with some loved ones who are going through um, this virus. And so I can get caught up sometimes with the worry and the fear. And then I remind myself that I came in equipped to handle this. They came in to handle this. And so, and then we have to let it go and we have to let the universe do its thing. And Mm -hmm. so that's easier said than done, I know. But that's why we're here to talk about that. And I love what you said about that accepting, accepting how you feel. But one thing that I also just wanted to share, um, and it kind of piggybacks off a little bit of what Lisa was talking about with um, signs, right? So I have lived my life over these last few years, especially looking at signs from the universe. And typically I see them when I'm out and about. And I was thinking about this over the last 
week and a half, really, how I'm not getting out as much, right? Like I can go on a short walk, but for the most part, I'm home. And so I started to question, well, am I going to still get signs? Because I need them. I, I talk to the universe every day. I ask the universe questions. And so that's literally, I ask the universe or my guides for help and guidance on a daily basis. How am I going to get those answers? And so I am shocked on a daily basis right now that even though I'm home pretty much all of the time, that I'm still getting those signs. And Lisa, I loved your example with that commercial because it's it's like they're coming to me via text message, via having a TV on and whether it's commercial or somebody's name that, I mean, and I know it's for me. Um, people are sending things that I would and hearing from people that I haven't heard from in years, um, sending me certain reminders about things. And they are always answers to questions that I asked about that morning. And so I am so grateful. And that's the other part is practicing gratitude. So I feel like that is another way for all of us on a daily basis as we cope to practice gratitude because we can all be thankful for just another day, you know, even if it is thankful for your breath and thankful for another day. I think we've talked about that in our last episode. That is another way to ground yourself in many ways. You know, that's, that's kind of a foundation too. I don't know if any of you guys have watched the good place. Anybody on here? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I just finished it like the whole series last night. And I'm so curious, I almost want to get in touch with the creator of that because it just made me think about, because I mean, that obviously that's the entire series is really talking about that, you know, life and death and afterlife and what it's like. And I just, I'm so curious who created that because they must be someone who's a seeker as well, right? Mm -hmm. Because they had to have researched and have their own thoughts about it, wouldn't you say? Yeah. There's also another great movie called The Adjustment Bureau with Matt Damon. And it has sort of the idea of uh, that there's already a plan in place. It's really fascinating. And kind of like the spirit guides um, who come in to help. It's, it's really interesting. I highly recommend it. I haven't seen that. And I know you've mentioned it before. So I feel like that, that needs to be on my list for this time. So anything else that we didn't cover Karen before we do our official wrap up is there anything else I forgot I um I made a playlist for everyone for your your group your crowd it's called new beginnings I put it on Spotify but is there a way we could put that on like in the link or something definitely I will put that in it's like a playlist to make our feelings come up I'm like really big on I feel like for me music is the most the the fastest way for me to find my or higher raise my vibration and like feel what I'm feeling. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyways, I made this whole playlist that's like geared towards introspection and like bringing it, bringing it up. Thank you all for sharing your time, wisdom, and guidance. You can find more information about the squad at seekingwithrobin.com. You're Bye, happy. Love you. Bye. And thank you all for watching. We hope this helps you look at yourself and this challenging time in a whole new way. Please keep your feedback and your questions coming and share your own stories. We want to hear them. Subscribe to the Seeking with Robin channel on YouTube, and you can find us at Seeking with Robin on social. 
Here's to seeking together again soon.